Welcome to Conversations with Claire. I'm your host, Claire Bays. I am a content creator, CrossFit L2 trainer, nutrition advisor, and sober alcoholic. I created this podcast to share inspiring stories of people and information I'm learning in hopes that sharing our experiences will inspire us all to grow, learn, and change. Oh, and I hope to make you laugh. (laughs) Welcome to Conversations with Claire. Hello, and welcome to Mindful or Meaningful, we haven't decided yet because we're new here, Conversations with Claire. On today's episode, I have a really cool guest that I actually just met. So I'm super stoked to, I'm going to be learning along with you about his story. It is Jason Daniel, the founder of LSKD, which is an Australian brand. And so anyway, so hello. Hey, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I didn't think I'd get to go on a podcast while I was here. So I'm stoked to be here. This is not your first podcast while you're here either, is it? No, I actually have done one last trip I was here and I've been lucky enough to do quite a few back in Australia to share the story and create a community. Yeah. So how many podcasts would you say you've done overall now? Well, it's funny. I actually started my own podcast about, it was probably 2018, 19 as we transitioned the brand. I started one because I wanted to get athletes on, you know, other founders. So yeah, and athletes we'd just signed and just talk to them and share their story. So I'd started one and then actually when COVID hit, I stopped it. And actually got quite busy and I, I actually didn't get the time to do it. Maybe it was an excuse. So that was fun being on the other side interviewing, which I got to learn a lot. And then now I've actually lucky enough to be on maybe it's 10 podcasts in Australia. So Super yeah, it's cool. been fun. Yeah, it is a totally different role to be on that side of the interview, but it's cool. Okay, so I actually just found out for context, LSKD stands for Loose Kid. And you can go into all the detail about that. But it's a brand that I had not even heard of, I would say, six months ago. Oh, probably actually around semifinals this year would have been whenever I started semifinals with CrossFit would have been whenever I first heard about LSKD and had no context for who you were as a brand. And then of course I was working with another brand that was starting to work with you as well. And so my awareness with who you are or your brand has all been within the last, certainly within the last year, if not just the last six months. So from there, it was also really cool then to get reached out to and sent some stuff. So thank you very much for that. But this was the first like in-person connection that we've made here at the CrossFit Games. And so I guess just certainly for anyone listening, let's just get right into it and just take us back. Like, who are you? Because what's really cool is you actually started in an altogether different, I guess, yeah, I don't know, sport or audience. I'm not sure what consumer base. Yeah, I guess. community, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my story is crazy and I'm so lucky to live it. I mean, it, this, the brand Loose Kid or LSKD. That's the abbreviation. Um, started out as a high school nickname. So I actually grew up wanting to be a professional motocross athlete and was massively passionate about fitness. I actually used to do aerobics a lot. My mom was an aerobics instructor. So she used to come to our school and teach aerobics. And funny enough, I didn't realize how much that helped me in my sport. And when you say aerobics, like what are we talking like? Kind of like the person at the front teaching, you do like a step class and it's like hand-eye coordination. And it actually used to help me when the gates would drop. So I'd have really fast kind of eye coordination of the gates drop when you have to drop the clutch and go. So I just grew up in the fitness world my whole life. And the brand actually started, I, I was riding BMX and I was classed as the loose kid and I was 12 or 13. I was a teenager when it started and to be honest it was just a name it was a word we used it was just a bunch of fun it's kind of like when you're growing up you have that word of the month and ours was loose kid and it was a bunch of fun and then 
it then ended up turning into a brand because a friend of mine said, you should turn this into a brand. And I was like, what is a brand? Like, I don't understand. Like, how do you start a brand? So I was very lucky. My mom got me the trademark papers to sign it off and we trademarked Loose Kid Industries. And yeah, and this was in 2002. So, and I finished school in 2003. And from there, we just made some t-shirts and hats and we were making, literally to the point I was finding hats from, there was a local store that sold like five hats for, I think it was three hats for $10 or something like that. And I would buy them and then I would find someone to heat transfer, just a Loose Kid logo on it. And then I would sell them to my friends or I would give them out at school and the teachers would take them off us. And yeah, it was, it was really grassroots and just fun. And to be honest, I was so focused on motocross racing. It didn't really bother me. I was just, I was like, I want to be a pro athlete. That was the whole goal at the start. From that, I finished school in 2003. And then I actually uh, did a couple of different jobs. I worked in a bricklaying yard and tried to be an electrician, hated that after three months, and then ended up starting my apprenticeship as a carpenter. And when I started my apprenticeship as a carpenter, it hit about 2007 and I was like, you know what? I can do something with this brand. And we were still doing stuff with it. I was racing on weekends. And when we weren't racing, we were wearing the product. And when we were training, I was wearing the product. And I thought, you know what? I can do something with this. It was 2007. I was 20, just turned 20. And I was like, let's do this. And at the time, we changed the brand to LKI. So it became this little circle logo. It actually ended up costing us $30, which was crazy. We had a bunch of designs done and there was this one logo. And we went, I went, okay, let's do it. Let's go all in and I'm going to build this. So I was still working a full-time job and racing on weekends and then added this into the mix as well and said, okay, this is, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm figure it out and just kind of hustled and, and was getting up before work at 4.35 a.m. and working on the brand and sending emails, trying to find suppliers. At lunchtime, I was ringing retailers, you know, trying to sell the brand as a wholesale on weekends, I was traveling on a Saturday to see retailers to try and sell our product. You know, I had this tiny little one page catalog with a few t-shirts and I'd go and sell the brand to them and try and get them to buy some t-shirts. And then I would drive to the next location to race that weekend. So I would maximize my time and then I'd get back up and do it all over again. And 2009, I ended up going part-time to finish my apprenticeship because I'm like, it's starting to slowly take off. It was slowly growing. And this is all out of my mom's bedroom at the same time. And then we ended up with three 20-foot containers at our house. By the, Which, by the way, he showed me the photos from the, like, it's actually his mom's bedroom. And it's actually just these little, like, cubby containers. Really, <laughs> really cool that you have the imagery. Yeah, it, so it, it took us back. about three years to find that image. I've been looking for that image because I knew we had one photo. And back then, the cameras, right. iPhones weren't a thing back then. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I was so lucky to have those photos. And, yeah, and then 2010, I finished my apprenticeship and went, you know what? I'm all in full time going back to another apprenticeship. I think I was paying myself like $240 a week as long as I could survive. And my, I ended up, we were living at my girlfriend's uh, parents' house in their garage. So it was lucky. I was just living lean to, to build the brand. It was all about building it and just becoming a career. Yeah. And at this point you're like 22. Yeah. Yeah. 22. You know, I'd been with my wife now, but then girlfriend for since we were 18. So before it even started, I oh, was- Oh, so she's been along for the whole journey. Yeah, she, yeah, very lucky. She's been along for the journey and seen the ups and downs and the struggles and before 2007. So yeah, and then 2010, I went full-time and went, okay, this is it. I'm all in now. I've finished my trade, but I'm going back to something else. And by then, I kind of was at the pointy end of my career of like racing motocross. I went, okay, I don't think this is going to be for me. But I ended up being involved in the sport a lot, sponsoring a lot of athletes, being at a lot of events, really grassroots building community and, and didn't realize that was helping me to what we do today as a brand and our mission. Yeah, it seems like it's very, you've carried that consistency of the grassroots nature. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think it, I can talk a lot. So you tell me where to stop talking. No, but go. I You're get good. excited. But yeah. And then from there to 2018, we were really wholesale focused. We weren't really e-commerce focused as e-commerce is today. But through that period, I was making so much product. I mean, we were making some sportswear. We were making some streetwear. We were making life jackets. We were making motocross gloves for, you know, motocross BMX, mountain biking, socks for motocross. So it was kind of like we really wanted to have a job. And that was the whole goal because it was something we were super passionate about, but didn't know why we were passionate about it. And it was just like make whatever we can that we thought we love to do, not realizing that you're spreading yourself so thin that you don't have time to focus on one thing. And then it was that period was crazy and just learning. And we sold to some of the biggest retailers in Australia that has like 66 retail stores. We sold them in surf street stores to water sports stores. And we're on the road selling wholesale on indent and just got to learn through that whole journey of developing product 12 months in advance, you know, learning to travel to China. I you know, got my first trip there in 2011 and built great relationships with manufacturers all over the world and learned production and just got to learn kind of every aspect of the brand over these years in my 20s. And then, you know, social media came into play around 2012, 13 and got to learn that. And it kind of got to the point where, to be honest, we weren't doing that well in the end because we were so spread thin that retailers started, they go through ebbs and flows. They, they make a lot of their own brands, the major stores. So they were kind of using a lot of I suppose that, you know, they're making their own products. So it got to the point, I was like, what, what am I doing this for? And when I got to that point, when I was trying to figure out why I was doing this, it was like, okay, well, my wife fell pregnant with our first Hendrix and I just turned 30. And I was trying to think to myself, like, what are we here for? Like, what's the why behind this? It's I'm everywhere, but not doing one thing really well. And I actually started, you know, I was lucky enough to you know start doing a lot of personal development books and books like Good to Great and you know, actually the founder of Lululemon and you know, Simon Sinek and did a lot of those different kind of personal development books and then went to a course landmark, which really started to ask questions of like, what's my why? What, what am I here for? And why do I go to work every day? I love what I do. And then that helped the transition into what LSKD is today. And we actually had LSKD on clothing as well as LKI. And it kind of became confusing again. We kind of had two logos again. And I'm like, I'm doing this again. I'm, you know, I'm just doing too much stuff. So I started going to our team, our community, uh, you know, we had a, a team around 10 to 12 at the office at the time and started really listening to them and coming from a job site environment as a carpenter, I made a lot of mistakes moving into an office environment. I didn't even know what a job description was back in, you know, you know, back then. And so made a lot of mistakes and which really helped me to learn a lot through that period. And when we got through that period, I was okay, well, let's start asking questions of like, what does everyone else want in terms of the community, our athletes? our team. So I started showing them both logos, the LKI and the LSKD logo. And they all said, we like LSKD more. And I was like, okay, well, something's here. I'm going to listen to them. And this is a team decision, including our community, including our athletes and our team internally. So I just, in September, 2018, I changed the brand. We changed it to LSKD and said, okay, like this is it. So for basically 11 years, you were LKI. And then for the past four, you've been LSKD. Yep. And okay. literally went, we don't know if this is going to work, but what we're going to do is we're going to rebuild it from the ground up. And that included culture. We're going to find a mission. So through that, we had this word, chase the vibe. And our head of design, Dylan, who actually raced motocross, he was massively into fitness, started out as an intern back in like 2011 at our office and then left for 18 months. I made a few mistakes and he left and then he came back. <laughs> Uh, I was like, do you want to come back? It's another yeah. story. 
and yeah, and he designed this Chase the Vibe word up and the logo. And I said to everyone, well, you know, after listening to these books and trying to just get in deep on my childhood growing up, why I love sports so much and fitness and went, hang on, like this word Chase the Vibe, we can create our mission to inspire people to chase the vibe through sport, fitness and adventure. And then let's develop functional sportswear with a streetwear aesthetic. And then through that, we went, okay, well, how do we develop product for our community and really focus on raw materials and fabrics and fit? They feel amazing in it, but can still train at a high intensity. So it was just just years of everything I got to experience and went, okay, let's rebuild this. And then that led us to one of our best-selling products today, the Reptite. We developed the Reptite. It took us over a year and a half and we just got different athletes, all rep legging, so it's the legging and got different athletes and community trying and testing it and developed our own raw material, which is the rep fabric and really focused on that. And yeah, at the time it was really hard. It was really hard. We were going through a lot of, we weren't doing that well, you know, as in sales weren't growing. And I was like, okay, well, if we do this, let's slowly do it. And at the time I just met a, uh, who's now our CFO today in 2018, the month before we changed, I met a guy, Matt, our CFO today. He joined a one day a week, and when I say we weren't doing that well, I had a government grant help pay for him, uh, twenty thousand dollars come and help pay for him so I could get him a day a week. So I had to split the half. So it was like forty thousand dollars to have him a day a week. And he came on and literally just taught me everything around a PL, you know, cash flow forecasting, planning. So I got to learn more about that, which I was really interested in wanting to learn. But at the time I you think you kind of know everything and you just want to go hard and build a brand. So it was just these pinpoints of learning throughout the journey. And having the team involved, having our team of 12 at the time involved. And it just started to go from strength to strength, learning commerce, really focused on the community. And yeah, it just kind of grew. And I mean, now there's you know, a team of over 100 back in Australia. And it's been a wild three and a half years. And it's so much into the story that's happened, but I yeah. couldn't be more thankful of where it's gone. <laughs> Yeah. So over the last three and a half years is definitely when you transitioned into like actual focus of like the functionality of the product, not just like the logo, right? I mean, that's what it's sounding like is about three and a half years ago is when you really started to focus on like, okay, how does this wear whenever people are doing fitness or doing like, how does it wear in those situations? Not just like, how does it look? Yeah. Yeah, correct. And training myself, you know, recently ran a marathon and into fitness and still do so many different types of fitness, including even CrossFit as well. I love, I do, I just love being kind of the everyday athlete myself and around us. And I felt that there was this community of people within like in fitness that we could learn from and learn from them to, to keep developing the product to make it better and better. And when we're not perfect, we're going to make mistakes. And how do we learn from that? And then creating that street aesthetic because we love that growing up. So it was like, functional sports street and bringing the two together which didn't realize kind of was almost maybe missing in the community it didn't realize but it kind of almost was and we found that and it was just coming from a place of within of what we felt the team was passionate about growing up and and it was really interesting because when we did that and then we found our mission the goal was to build that internally first the mission has to come from within and come with from within internally and then how do we then create that to create a community externally and it was a it, while to watch that the whole team was a part of it everyone wanted to wear the brand internally which wasn't really happening at okr you know but then watching them all wanting to wear the brand and they're all getting the new drops they're buying product internally our team was very special to watch and i'm like okay something's happening here this is special yeah 
that's such a big moment anytime that the people that you're working with I feel like that's like as I'm doing whatever I'm doing professionally kind of transitioning over into doing my own thing even though I was in real estate working for myself for a number of years but newly working on my own content and so on it's been interesting putting together my small little team of like trying to be like are you bombing on this mission? So it's got to be like, because when the people that you're working with that are working on building this brand actually are like, no, we really like, we want that, you know, I mean, that just, that seems so important to me that they get it and that they want it. And I will say too, for the little bit of context that I have for your brand in the past six months or so on, is I feel like counterculture is the term that comes to mind as far as like, when I think about the streetwear look of it. And I just think that's so cool because I would agree that it's just not common, but a lot of people who train in the gym, like wear like vans or whatever, you know, like that, like counterculture type thing, but then they train, they throw their Metcons on or whatever. Now rads, because rad is a brand that's kind of coming in with that same mentality. I feel yeah, of like, yeah, let's they're bring doing that a great counterculture job. aspect to it. And I guess that was all really born from your time on two wheels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of was. And, and, and it's actually funny. Like, I mean, I don't ride anymore, but I mountain bike. I do a bunch of other sports, but watching so many different athletes come from, I was talking about this to someone yesterday around so many different athletes that came from action sports or motocross. I've noticed I've gone into, whether it's CrossFit, marathons, triathlons. The, I think it's that thing when you go through like putting yourself through that the hurt locker that you kind of want to be back in that hurt locker, but it's just all different. Like you just kind of pick all different sports. And lately I've did my first marathon and official marathon recently a month ago. So it's just, you kind of miss that hurt locker and putting yourself through that, that mindset to be 1% better. Yeah. Huge congratulations on the marathon. That's, I mean, I know that people do ultras and do crazy things. It's incredible, but marathons are not a joke. So congrats for that because that's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. Thank you. It was a crazy experience. Do you want to do more of them or do you, yeah, <laughs> how do yeah. you feel about it afterwards? <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. It was amazing. I mean, I stopped training in the gym about six weeks out, I ended up stopping. I didn't kind of have the time to do both. So I just stretched and ran and did a lot of set like to, from track sessions to 80% of the training was kind of slow, but I had a goal to hit three hour 10 and really focused on that goal and, and ended up getting 307, 19. So it was cool. And yeah, now I want to go for three hour next year. So it's okay. like, okay, well, yeah, it's always the way, right? You just want to just you up always yourself want all to the time. Improve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I think my most recent context. So anyone who's followed along with me may already know, but a lot of people probably don't that I didn't play any sports growing up at all. And so it wasn't until a little over six years ago, I came into a CrossFit affiliate because I just wanted a better quality of life and I knew they had it and I wanted that. And so it was scary and all of that. But I mean, I couldn't even squat, not even an air squat as far as mechanically, like understanding the points of performance for anything. It's been a slow, steady journey. And I love to remind people of that progression for myself personally, just because people see the version of you today and don't realize what got you there. But then last year, I got sober from alcohol. And so then I had a lot of time on my hands all of a sudden to try to figure out what to do with. And so I wound up training for a hundred mile century bike ride. Wow. Road ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but it's been such, it's been so cool to be able to take all of this fitness that I've been able to build in other things, predominantly CrossFit, of course, and then go apply it to that or um, the High Rocks. That's actually, is that kind of, is that big in, in Australia? I know it's big in Europe, High Rocks. No, I actually haven't heard of it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's a race that it's 
0.081 kilometer runs. And then in between each one kilometer run, there is some sort of like cross set style. Like there's a lot of like ski erg, rowing, things like that. And it finishes with a hundred wall balls. So that's great. And it, but it's the same thing it? every single time. Yeah. So I got oh, to do wow. one earlier this year in Dallas and then managed to somehow qualify for the world's competition. And so got to go do that oh, in Vegas. Congrats. Yeah. And yet again, it was like the same situation of like taking that fitness that you've built elsewhere and then being able to go and apply it in different areas. So anyway, yeah, like that's cool that you've transitioned because it's cool. You can just keep taking your fitness and putting it wherever feels right for now. And Yeah, and I think it's just set those goals and now back in the gym and got to do a CrossFit workout while I was in San Diego, which was epic at a gym there. And Did you go to Invictus? Uh, no, I went to another one. Okay. What was the name of it? Do you remember? It's okay if not. You've been a lot of places. We've that's all right. We'll give you back. Trip. <laughs> remember the name um, <laughs> okay. i'm shocking sorry oh no but yeah and and you know i'm getting ready for another half marathon we're opening our first retail store well at our new hq we have a retail store there for the community we're opening our first one in melbourne so there's actually a half marathon in melbourne on there so i'm going to run the half or a bunch of the team are going to run the half marathon uh the next day while we're there um just get to learn and meet the community but i'm still going to train in the gym while i'm kind of going to do both because the half Oh, that's right. It was at Hillcrest Athletic Club. Okay. It was epic. There were such legends there. I'll have to go uh, there. Yeah, it was really good in San Diego. I'm still learning. Like as That's why we're coming here a lot more to learn the community and try to understand what they want from our brand and how we can share our mission and values and, and grow. So yeah, we trained in so many gyms this week while I was here. So we started in San Diego and then came to Madison later in the week. So yeah, yeah it's training cool. in different affiliates is so fun. So Let's see. I started to do that a, a few years ago, traveling and, and dropping into affiliates. And it's, I love getting to experience different ones. So let's transition over to like, what made you decide to, because you guys are newly really attacking this CrossFit market and this functional fitness market. And so what made you want to move this direction? Like how, how did that all start? Because you really are seeming to put a lot of energy towards it. Great question. I mean, I uh, used to do a fair, uh, quite a bit of CrossFit quite a few years ago. Every year I would do Murph. My buddy had a box at his house and we would throw down in his in his shed. And But I was still kind of doing everything and I was training at a, just your normal style gym. And funny enough, a friend of mine who's the founder of a company called FitStop and it's like a functional training. It's kind of between a, it's kind of between an F45 and CrossFit. I don't know if I should say that. And you're still doing deadlift, squats, bench, but you're also doing a lot of high intense cardio. He, a good friend of mine uh, opened the first franchise in 2017 and I joined that gym and didn't realize, you know, training at a gym by yourself, which I did quite a lot after racing motocross, that there was like a community that I was like, wow, I was missing this and found that gym trainers and, and the owners, you know, they're, they're the athletes. They work their butt off to create this amazing community. And I became a part of a community at a fit stop and I just didn't realize how amazing that was. And then all of a sudden everyone was wearing the brand and it's really kind of create what we've created today and so when moving in we were working with a lot of crossfit boxes already in australia we were working with a lot of local crossfit athletes in australia and so we were kind of building this slowly in australia already and then the opportunity came to you know have a conversation with khan porter and he's australian but he was in iceland and I, we got on a call with him and i'd never spoken to him i knew a little bit about him and it was like wow like and part of when we signed athletes it's the mission and values really play a big part in this, you know, for us, the alignment. If they don't align, it's totally okay. For us, it's, we're really passionate about working with athletes that have the same alignment so we can support their journey. And then we were on a call on a Zoom and there was a bunch of us on a Zoom like, hey, you're an absolute legend. And then uh, Annika Greer as well. We were lucky enough to have a call with her. And 
I've heard nothing but really great things. I have not met her, but I've heard really good things. Yeah, she was such a legend. And then she joined the team. And it's been really cool because the CrossFit community, I've noticed, really love wearing streetwear style as well. You know, Calm yes, was... Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, same thing. Like, yeah, it was kind of interesting. Like, Calm was wearing one of our oversized, like, you know, 180 cotton tees. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, he's wanting to wear this in the semis. So it was this kind of crossover that really lapped and felt really organic. And it was like, okay, well, let's not force this. Let's really create that community and, and learning from different sports over the years. And we still have like motocross athletes that wear the brand. Uh, we didn't just kind of completely out of that sport, but we don't make motocross gear. We make functional sportswear. So it's what they wear when they're training in the gym or when they weren't on the bike. So yeah, it was interesting. It just kind of has happened really organically. Like we haven't forced it. And then it's kind of gone, okay, well, how do we learn more? And I'm not going to say I know everything about CrossFit. I'll be honest, I'm really learning. And I'm actually going to join a gym a box when I get back for a week to go train with the EXF guys. They're not far from us. And they're, I think they're sitting in about 12th place in the team event. They're from Australia. So I was talking to them yesterday. I'm like, I'm going to come in for a week and do a session while I'm training in between for a marathon and just throw down. But yeah, it's kind of been interesting. It hasn't been something where we're like, okay, this is a strategy. Let's do it. It's kind of just really happened organically knowing through our mission and values and i think that's really special and i really feel that you know hopefully we can really enter the crossfit community and we want to set up at waterpalooza as well and be there and talking to people you have to yeah according we, to well, me, we are we're, it is we're something excited. you must do yeah we're excited <laughs> the, the whole team and we have a bunch of the team at the office i mean we just finished building this amazing office and we have a gym at our office and we built that gym out so you can literally do every workout in, in that gym you can check it out on lskd.hq i'll just come over to australia to check it out but i mean yeah yeah and come over for, for those listening you they actually have a you have an instagram account and things like that where you can actually see the facility yeah yeah we promote we kind of share what we do there it's lskd.hq and yeah, we have, we actually have CrossFit boxes coming down all the time and they use our facility on a Saturday and we open the facility for them to use and have their members come down, which really helps them create a community and get an experience at our HQ. And you know, there's a coffee shop out the front. We have a retail store downstairs and that's something we're really passionate about is supporting local businesses as well within the community through, you know, anything functional fitness. So yeah, it's just kind of really happened that, that this isn't kind of something we've just dove into very quickly. It's kind of happened over you know the last couple of years. And then moving into our new office in January was kind of a game changer as well. So yeah. Yeah. So you went from, I mean, it's been a very long build from 2007 to 2022, where we are here now. And of course the transition in 2018 and so on, but really, I mean, that's a lot of time. And so to go from your mother's bedroom to, and, and this facility that you're in now, do you mind how many employees do you have working at this facility? Yeah, I mean, including our fulfillment center, there's over 100. Yeah, that's incredible. Huge congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we have an amazing team. They're so amazing, you know, and, and for me, the, the team is the most important thing. And, you know, we invest in them from books. Yeah, we on board with audio books and, you know, we have a personal development coach and courses and really try to help them to become 1% better for that, not just for the brand, but for their own life and where they want to go in their career, whether it's at LSKD or wherever they go. And, something I'm very passionate about because I think it's really important to help our team develop. And obviously as we grow, growing you know, quite fast, it helps them develop quicker, but also wherever they decide to go 10, 20, 30 years time. And I think that's really important. So yeah, we're very, very lucky and thankful. Yeah. And you started getting into your own personal development journey in like when you were around 30. Yeah. Yeah. I did some courses before that and I was kind of like, oh, you know, yeah, I don't really need this. You know, I was kind <laughs> yeah. of that guy. And then I kind of went, okay, actually, 
going through some rough patches with the brand around that time. And, and when I mean rough patches, there was weeks I couldn't pay myself. Like it was not doing well. You know, when you're a wholesale brand, you're waiting on payments from retailers and you're waiting for that so you can get the next order. And anyone that's been in the wholesale industry knows that retailers, sometimes that you're waiting on payments, which, you know, helps you to fund the next growth and or keep investing in stock to keep building the brand. And there was weeks I couldn't pay myself. I had to pay the team before me. And, you know, it was stressful. It was, you know, it wasn't fun, but it also really helped me to make that appreciation of where we're at today. Yeah, it's mind blowing how far we've come. And I feel like we're just getting started. You know, we've got so far to go. I would agree with you. That's what, from my perspective, I think you're just scratching the surface, which is so exciting, assuming that's what you want to be doing. I really oh, yeah, think you have yeah. a ton of potential. That's why we're, we have a small team in the US now. Uh, we've got this van in the US, a sprinter. One of our team members, Brad, over here, he drives it around and we set up little pop-up shops and you know the van at local gyms all around San Diego and, and in California. And we're going to more events. You know, We're setting up Waterpalooza. Like we're really trying to build the brand grassroots here of what we did in Australia and take our time and build the brand and, and learn and get feedback. And, and that's why I'm you know, lucky enough to travel over here a lot more and hopefully move over here for a little bit of my family as well next year. And yeah, like we're super focused. It's yeah, it's exciting. You know, hopefully we can achieve it. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like it's all built on those personal relationships. And that's what's, I mean, as social media and, and online, everything has just become such an essential piece of life and business because people are living on the internet. We all are, you know, then having to have enough respect for that side of things and exist there, which I think that you guys are also crushing it there as I've started to pay attention. I'm like, I mean, you guys are building out really cool things there, but, but I think that there's something to that human aspect of actually getting the opportunity to put a face with the brand and actually know the person that really, I mean, that just drives it home and that makes somebody so much more bought in than just like as much as it has swagger, you know, it has, it has swagger largely because the person behind it actually seems to be an authentic human. And when you can make that connection, it just has a bigger impact. Yeah. I think it's really important. I mean, we set up at Torian Games at the semis and uh, it was so amazing. And I was there all weekend with the team and they worked their butt off. They were absolute, yeah, they went so hard. They knew a couple of days off after it, but yeah, it is. It's important. I mean, and, and that's lucky enough when we were doing events back in 2007, you know, doing these smaller events, we're getting to realize how important that is. I think I remember on my 21st birthday, I had a back then as like a ministry of sound DJ come and play and all these different athletes. It was like 150 people. We grew up on property. So I, and I had a supercross track in my backyard. And so I had like 150 people come to my 21st birthday with this ministry of sound DJ. And, and I was looking back at when I was transitioning the brand, I was looking back at things like that going, wow, like we had this just community of different athletes and from all different sports come together. And it wasn't really about my birthday. It was just that I had all these different friends from all over our state or Queensland, you know, New South Wales that came along to have a good time. And I thought that that's really important. And I think that really helped us to find out who we are today and where we want to take it. So our team do an amazing job on socials and, you know, especially with the way reels are going now and what they're doing. And we really try to share behind the scenes and what we do in our reels and storytell. And we have a 1% better series out at the moment that where showcases, you know, what, what our brand means to us with our mission. But then there's also the offline side too. Let's talk about your mission real quick because you've touched on it, but I don't know that we've gone into much detail on it. And I think that this is something that I could learn, much less anyone else listening. And so when you say your mission and you say 1% better, when you think of the mission of LSKD, like aside from giving people cool things to wear, what are you trying to get done? Well, I think our mission is to inspire people to chase the vibe. 1% better is one of our values. When I get up in the morning, what's that feeling you get? Like, you know, we have bad days. We all have bad days. You, know, you can wake up and you don't feel very good. 
And I always went back to, well, when I get up in the morning, what inspires me to get up every day and keep going at it, right? And, and, it, and it was the, the mission. I was like, I don't, you know, I get inspired by watching other people achieve things. And a lot of it has to do with exercise. I think exercise is the most important thing in your life for your mindset to stay fit and healthy. And it doesn't matter what the exercise is. I think it's just staying fit and healthy. It's not about being the top athlete. I really think that's important. So I, when it kind of came about, it was from a place of like, well, I don't know who I'm getting inspired. I get inspired by people and I don't know who people might be inspired by if I do something. And I thought, well, if I get up every day and try to be 1% better and, and you do have bad days, you, you know, there's days you don't feel like training. It's been a big trip this morning. I ran for only 20 minutes on the treadmill and it was like, I didn't want to do that. But I was like, if I start the day with a 20 minute run, at least I've started, I've done something for the day. And I think that is what to me, and hopefully, you know, when people buy our brand and they're inspired to go out and do something. And I think that's an important part. And, you know, how we storytell that with authenticity is really important. So, yeah, the mission came from a lot of understanding of like what we're here to achieve. And for me, I wanted to create something bigger than ourselves. I didn't want it to be about me. I'm very lucky to live this long journey and I want to share the story, but it's got to be bigger. It's got to live on. It's, you know, 50 years later, where can it be with that, you know, inspiring people? So, yeah, I think that's where it kind of came from. It's sounds deep, but it's also like I've grown up doing fitness my whole life. Yeah, it's so cool how the, the quality of life impact. I know I, for me personally, I feel like with health, there's the physical, there's the mental, and then the spiritual, according to me. And I think that they are all so important. And existing in this fitness space and the capacity that I've had the opportunity to over the last year has been like so rewarding. And then it's also just really, really cool to get to have conversations with people who exist in the fitness space like yourself that like understand and see the value in the other aspects like the mental health side and then also i think that you had just briefly mentioned that with con the other day that he's is i'm correct and he's the one you were saying is like pretty big on mental health right yeah mike was talking about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so with that i mean because that probably impacted your choice to work with him just from the yeah. perspective of yeah and the conversations we had like we even were you know when we first jumped on a zoom call got quite it was deep but we were just chatting around things we didn't talk about it was sharing stories and our brand story where we came from and, and he knew a lot about the brand because he's from australia but it was more around like what we're doing it wasn't about oh we have you know it wasn't about the product it was about that first and creating a connection first and you know when khan gets back to australia we're sending him on a tour in australia uh lift and learn tour to to go around to different you know affiliates and and work with the community and then hopefully do the same in the u.s as well and to help him go inspire up-and-coming athletes as well and we're working on that next month when he gets back from the games. So yeah, there's all that that has to play into it. Like he has such this connection and then loves sportswear and street and his style that just kind of tied in perfectly. It was just this beautiful synergy. And I actually hadn't met him. We caught up for dinner on Friday night and he actually ended up funny enough picking us up from the airport. Just randomly saw him at the airport. We were on the plane with, with his partner. So it kind of worked out perfect to meet him at the airport, but I'd never met him, but it was just a synergy was there even over zoom, which was really cool. Yeah, that is cool. And I also just want to note too, that we just met two, I think two days ago. And I thought it was so, it stood out to me that not only were you guys just wonderful and kind and all of those things, but then also just that you both, you and Mike were both like wanting feedback immediately. I thought that that was really, really cool. I mean, clearly what's been a driving force aside from just the whole like chase the vibe and, and the ideas behind it, but you were immediately like, 
what is your feedback on the clothing that you've received from us? And so being so open to feedback, I think is, is another, I know that's kind of a pivot, but that's something that stuck out to me that you immediately did was aside from talk about the mission and things like that was also be like, what do you have to say about what you've received? We want to know because we want to continue to get better. Yeah. It's like an athlete, right? You right. got to get better. Right. It, it applies across the board wherever yeah. you put it in life. And you can get stuck, you know, when you're in the office and you're working and you got, you know, meetings and so much going on, it's so easy to lose focus on what matters and create best in the world product for our community is, you know, so important to a part of all that because when they wear it, they feel amazing and they know it's going to last and has all the aspects for the community. So yeah, it's like, that's just as important. You know, we have an amazing production team back in the office. We develop a lot of our own product you know, and fits and fabrics with our suppliers and that they work really hard. So feedback and being here, it's like, we want to learn and uh, create the community. So yeah, it's uh, something we're very passionate about and you gotta be humble. Like we're, we're, you know, we've made, we're, and we're still making mistakes. Like we're not perfect. And like you said, the feedback you gave me, uh, we gave Mike and I was amazing. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I think it's, yeah, I think it's a really cool opportunity to be able to give you feedback. So with the mission being the chase the vibe and, and 1% better every day, to someone listening, like if you could give them a piece of advice, not that you are the expert on it, but you have lived some experiences and, and have some things to say. And so if you were to give somebody advice on simply like they're kind of in a position of a lot of people, mental health is a very big thing, right? And I mean, we're all struggling. We're all human. We're all in this super connected world and feel totally lonely. I mean, it's just this weird thing. And so if you were to give someone some tidbit of advice that you feel like helps drive you each day, that helps keep you on track or keep you grounded or anything like that is there any of that kind of stuff that you feel like would be you know that you would say surround yourself with great people i mean as they say the five people you surround yourself is who you become i think it's really important part of this journey i went through is i did find mentors that were in my industry because i wanted to get better but i also surround myself with friends that are all you know trying to be one percent better and i think that's really important from uh my buddies that I, I ran the marathon with that we trained together with like without them I wouldn't have been able to achieve what I did because we worked together it was a team effort you know we all and it wasn't about beating each other that wasn't the goal it was about just finishing it together and high-fiving and we achieved it. And we're like what's the next thing like okay well we're gonna get ready for this half all right let's sign up like let's get ready and I think the people you surround yourself with is the most important thing because if you surround yourself with the right people that you know want to see the best for you and you want to see the best for them and you're constantly learning when you do have your bad days, they'll pick you up and you know that you can switch a book on and listen to something and just reset your mind for the day. So I think the people you surround yourself with is so important. Yeah. So doing like an inventory of like, what are my surroundings? Are they conducive to the type of person that I'm trying to become? Yeah. 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 And you just kind of remove all the noise and the, you know, whether it's drama, whatever's going on and really focus. And, and I had to do that a lot in terms of really focus on what mattered and not get distracted, but try and be around amazing people that we could work together to be 1% better. And, you know, and that's what we wanted to one of our values is enjoy the journey because you want to enjoy it as well. It's tough. It's not easy. It, it has its ups and downs. And if you're trying to enjoy the journey and you remind yourself that every day and the team, because you know, especially at the office, you're working together more than you're with your own families because you're at the office a lot. So yeah, I think that's really important who you surround yourself with. Yeah. The enjoy the journey thing too. That's a conversation I've had. We've now been at the CrossFit games. I've been here since Monday and it's now 
Sunday. So I've been here for almost a full week. And these experiences are so incredible to get to have all of these connections in this just like super condensed format, you know, that like, it's it's a lot. But I think a conversation I've been trying to have with myself every single day throughout this is to because it's so easy in life, but it's certainly in these situations to chase the next thing, chase the next thing. And as much as we want to keep getting better, to also recognize and appreciate where we are right this moment and the people that we're with and the fact that like, this is really dope and this is really rad, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, look like, at this. Okay, Im- soak this in, appreciate what this is and then keep chasing your 100%. thing. 100%. And we're learning that as well because things move so fast. It's like, you've really got to stay present yeah. and enjoy those moments. And it's so gone hard. In a second and, you know, next minute you're, um, we're back home and oh, that was amazing and the conversations around how amazing it was. So you got to, you know, but when you're there, it's hectic, it's full on. I mean, we've been here for three and a half days and yeah. it's full on here uh, that's so much fun i'm like you know i was itching to uh, to be honest i'm just i'm actually excited just sitting in the stands and watching like yeah. these athletes compete but it's and then you're meeting so many amazing people it's you got to remember to stay present and enjoy it mm-hmm. yeah watching these athletes this is a it's quite an experience to see them do what they can do oh yeah yeah so good would you say that the the pace over here in the u.s is definitely like in comparison to australia because I feel like I've had a lot of experience in the past year working with brands that are overseas, but over in Europe. And so not really in Australia. So I'm just kind of curious because the pace of life and the way that we operate is different. It's a great question. I think very similar. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, very similar. I mean, we have 26 million people. So it, I think it's the size of LA, I think, you know, California. So we're very small. America's so big. So for us, it's like, okay, this is huge. We've got to slowly move in, like move into the community and focus on, you know, we can't be everywhere and can't do everything because it's just so big. And it is, it's really fast moving here as well. I mean, it is actually, you know, in Australia is essentially, I think it's funny because I've talked to so many, uh, so many over here and they're like, everything eats you over here, over there in Australia, right? I'm like, oh, only the little bugs, you know, there's the little bugs so funny. And I have kangaroos out my backyard in the morning. I live like in the forest and yeah, and that's been really cool because our US team came over recently and we took them on a hike and seeing kangaroos for the first time and you know, all the different animals we have. I think Bella have. was in that crew, wasn't she? Bella was there. And then our US, because we have a team on the ground in the US as well from our HQ as, like, as well. And Bella, Bella uh, has been working with us and amazing. And then we have a team in San Diego as well. So we flew them over for our Christmas party and got to work in the office for a week. And yeah, they were blown away. And, and so I, when I see kangaroos in the morning, I'm like, wow, like I'm so thankful I get to see this in the morning because, you know, and I, and I, and I think I can't wait to like, when the you know more of the U.S. community come over, because I'm like, I'm gonna sh- we're gonna go show them this because it's something that you got to appreciate. But yeah, the I mean the pace is the same. I mean it depends what you make of the pace, right? I think as well. It depends how hard or fast you want to you go too. So yeah, I've only had a layover in Sydney. That's the extent so of my experience over. in Australia. AKA I come have for a to gym come session. back. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. I will do that. So then even though we're just talking about being in the moment, now I'm going to just simply pivot to like future goals for you guys. And and you've kind of talked, uh, touched on that here, but what are your future goals in the U.S.? You said that you've got a sprinter here and that you're actually looking to come spend some time here yourself with your family. And so that's kind of, you really are dumping a good bit of energy on continuing to grow in Australia, I'm sure. And then also just really spending a lot of energy on what is this whole U.S. market? Yeah, and- Australia and New Zealand are growing amazing. And, and as our team's building and you know, growing to allowing me to spend a little bit more time uh, in other spots. And our teams are coming over as well from different departments. Yeah. And we're looking at a small office over here as well while we're growing and we're going to go to a lot more events. Waterpalooza being one of them. I can't wait. 
Just get ready. I think it's about it's nine so of us good. from HQ and then uh, three or four from the US team okay. coming out, going to Waterpalooza. So it's going to be, uh, yeah, so there's a big crew from Australia flying over. So they're excited. Pro tip, make sure that your booth, whatever you do, has a roof on it. It rains a Yeah, lot. I think we've found one underneath, which okay. is great. Yeah, you got to have a roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard the weather gets wild. It's the most fun event, but I mean, it's a great time, but the weather does get wild. Yeah, so. it's like four seasons in one day, I've heard. Really? It's like Melbourne in Australia. Okay, so yeah, you're used to it. It's Melbourne in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we have big goals. I mean, you know, we have massive goals, but you know, you got, like you said, it takes time and you got to you know, learn and, and keep building on that. Yeah. And let it happen organically. I like that a lot. So then from there, where can people find you guys? Where where would you like for them to go? I will say I just recently shopped on the website for my first time and for my uh, the consumer experience. I don't know that I have like a ton of feedback to give right this moment, but I will say you have a lot of products. Like the first thing I noticed as I was looking through was I was like, there's actually a lot. And I mean, it's cool. You guys just have to go check it out because it's really, really like it, it looks cool and it feels cool. But I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, we're developing out, especially in our women's collection, you know, from our Elixir. Which is definitely where I was shopping, yeah. Yeah, our Zephyr fabric, like our women's leggings. We're really building out, like, you know, we've got our Elixir, we've got Rep, we've got Flux, we've got Base. We've just released Fusion. And they're all a mix of each style put together, depending if you want a thicker waistband, you want a fold-over waistband, depending if you want pockets to no pockets. So we're building, and then each kind of fabric family or style has a certain has colors off that we're releasing uh, elixir and camo this week uh tuesday i'll be on a plane when it releases but I, we've been working on that for over 12 months this camo pattern yeah that there is there's and and everything kind of like where it is for men's our rep shorts you know our comp shorts our intensity shorts like how it builds out and then the color palettes off that and then our other styles where it's street and sport yep. crossover but yeah, you can find us on lskd.com. Our Instagram is at lskd. And then we have our HQ, which is lskd.hq. You kind of get to see more of like what we do as well as a brand. But yeah, and if anyone's got feedback, we always love feedback. Yeah, I know. I'm actually, since you asked for that, I'm going to go do some more surfing and give you some more feedback. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, well, I just appreciate your time a lot. I'm really excited that you're getting into this space. It seems like a really, I mean, I think it's something that the CrossFit community is probably going to, I mean, they're already embracing it and I think that they're going to embrace it more and more and more. And the idea of you being in the U.S. more is exciting. So anyway, I just, I mean, considering that we just met and that you were just like, yeah, let's do this. I, I just really appreciate your time and energy. No, that's okay. Thank you. I'm glad we got it to do this. It means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. For those listening, I hope you've enjoyed it. Go check out LSKD. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>